Hello everyone and welcome back to the Thorn Files podcast. Last time on the Thorn Files podcast, the agents for Thorn Investigations uh, woke up in the hotel room and did a lot of investigating and discussing about what was going to uh, be the next steps forward in dealing with the Dragon of the McCullough collection. It was determined that there was a way for Tabitha to use her magic to dispel the the curse of the, of the gold. Um, if the group were to focus that magic on the uh, a crown, which is sort of like a, uh, a significant part of the treasure in the museum. Uh, along with the investigating, the group also found themselves being noticed by another figure, somebody who potentially is pulling the strings from the outside, from the shadows. Uh, somebody in a picture that Caitlin Kelly drew that seemed to come to life ever so slightly with uh, the inclusion of Vera's blood when she cut her thumb on the picture and Evangeline, uh, Evangeline's magic, this uh, sort of demonic creature that looks very human in the picture came to life ever so slightly just to get a glimpse of the Agents of Thorn Investigations. You, yeah, I think that's that's everything. Is there anything else? Oh, and also Tabitha saw the demonic figure in her dream. That's just you know, that's one other thing. Um, I mean, that's normal. That's, that's normal. normal. The dreams that's about. Normal. It doesn't <laughs> sound out of the question for you now. So, uh, where we are at, what is the plan going forward? So, Miss Danson does make a very great suggestion. We do have a piece of the hoard. The okay. dragon does want it back. The last time it scorched a van in a nearby park to get it back. Yeah. So we can take the dragon or lure the dragon anywhere we so choose. Split its focus. Okay. So long as it's not near us when we are attempting to dispel the magic on the crown in the hoard. So exactly. where where do we want to take the dragon? And is there a way that we can distract it long enough to make sure that we are safe? What about the police? They're looking for the artifact. Your old friend, Evangeline. I mean, she has been called a dragon before. Perhaps they will have a lovely conversation. If she could Inspector keep them Alcott distracted. Seemed... She seemed very reasonable. Uh, is is reason the qualities we're looking for in somebody to face a dragon? No, but the man she was with seemed very strong and athletic, and I'd imagine they'll need to do a lot of running. Um, Evangeline, is is this uh, old contact of yours um, capable? Do you think she is? There's no light way to put this, but she is a bit of a chocolate fire guard when it comes to anything on on the ability to actually succeed. But I think for what we are doing and estimating on when there those when there is a manifestation of that dragon, she shouldn't have to handle it for very long. And she could at least do that. And if she dies? I don't believe you're able to kill her. Would a dragon be able to kill her? I mean, that's fine with me eventually, but the blood will be on your hands. It's not fine with me, I have to say. Um, if we are if we are potentially putting her in the in danger's way, um, I, I we simply the, must tell her. The if 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 you want to give her a shield, we could obviously let her know where the artifact is in your vehicle, and then the dragon has to break into the vehicle, which we trap her inside and she gets out of the oubliette yes this could work she she works she works for your government and we've already talked about there being a dragon she knows most of this we just need to tell her where the artifact is and i suggest that we don't involve it in our vehicle or trap her in, unless unless we could guarantee it would take her some time to get out of the vehicle and it would buy us time obviously but that seems a waste of the vehicle. I would prefer the um, government not have a reason to confiscate the van. 
let's just tell her where it is. But if we take it out of the oubliette, which is inside the van, it will attack us before we can give it to her. We may have a little bit of time to pass it over to you. Because you and um, Stephen uh, were in your house for a bit. He found you in the park. It didn't didn't follow him (laughs) to Edinburgh. And it stayed here where the rest of its hoard was. Why... Why don't we take the van, park the van outside the museum, arrange to meet her, and drop the relic into the sewer system or something similar and tell her that's where it is. Maybe that would work if we drove the van there. Why don't Evangeline and I break into the museum? And Peter and Vera deal with the dragon. Are you suggesting you split the party? Absolutely. Um, no, <laughs> I need no, to be near the. I need to be near the crown. I've then seen the, the crown. Then I will stay with Vera, and you and Evangeline can dispel the magic. How about the three of you break in and I do not need assistance to deal with Nancy and the government. We'll be just outside if you need me blow something up. You are capable of doing that, I trust. Why why don't you, Vera will stay with you too then? Um, you, I'm not quite mean? sure what help I would really bring to the magical endeavours that are needed inside the museum. We all need to be inside the museum together. We are stronger, the four of us together. This woman is a member of the government. She will act as we need. We just need to operate the oubliette in the right way to remove the artefact and hand it to her. She will take it away. Evangeline, I think I'd be most happy with, with that as well, yeah. Evangeline, meet with her. Tell her we may be able to secure the item. She can send officers to the Institute to collect the man. And the artifact can be arranged as a drop-off location. Just, why not? Do not trust the place she has gone to. They have a connection to Knockhill Farm, which we have not yet explored the depths of... (laughs) What is the connection to Knockhill? We haven't talked about this before. You think your your government is involved in Knockhill? Avon knows people who went to work at Woden, a group above the army, similarly leveled based on the higher. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't. Nancy's the kind that would would offer something like whatever it is that that has been wrapped in. Would probably not have said no. In that case, um, yeah, I don't think we should give it to Nancy. And we certainly shouldn't send Nancy to Edinburgh. Well, then let's just get her to help us clear the museum so we can get entry and not even bring that into it. Surely the bracelet will be worthless once the crown has been dispelled of its magic. I mean, the dragon is not in the museum right now, so... Go to the museum. Get her to help clear the museum and do this magic we need to do. So are are we just telling her... uh, everything that we know so far why would she agree to help us clear the museum she wouldn't uh, she wouldn't unless we give her a reason all that is in her best interests however she might and i will smile tabitha um she might do it out of an illogical reason if she thought perhaps she was to be besting an old friend were you friends? I know of her. But you're still not talking straight. What are you proposing? Agatha and I can take Nancy to tea and tell her of everything that she needs to know that might lead her to doing exactly what we wished. And while she's busy running around, undoing our good work, we can do our actual good work. What wild goose chase are you planning on sending her on? Hmm. I'm not very so what we need to, This This is what we need to decide, I think. My initial intention was to have her break the item out of the oubliette and distract the dragon, but that does require her to go into our vehicle. We could put it elsewhere, so long as it was 
nearby, or would you be able to temporarily magically shield it in some way while we moved Um, it yes, out? I am able to borrow it um, from a specific creature or place. Could we potentially place the bracelet in a location after you have barred the dragon from entering the place? Mm. We can then leave. We inform Nancy um, of the location of this bracelet. She can then deal with the dragon and bracelet on the other side of town or wherever we choose while mm-hmm. we are left at the museum. We are, we still are, we're still left with um, uh, a potentially full museum if this is during the day or breaking into the museum if it's at night. But that... I think we have a plan, Vera. That was... That was fantastic. Yes. Excellent. This is why you're in charge. Well, we're, we're putting together everybody's strengths. And countering some of our weaknesses as he looks at Evangeline. <laughs> I am able to show you, Peter, the incantations you will need to be able to seal the, the vehicle. Yes, I would like to do it together. I think we should seal the vehicle, perhaps both from dragons and these demons you talk of. Yes, that is another complicating factor. We still don't know what instigated this entire series of events. We know that a couple of months ago, something awakened this horde. And now we believe that there may be a demonic influence. That could well be a lead further up the chain as to why we're all here. But I'm not quite sure what to do about it. Why don't we make our way to the vehicle now, um, Vera, you and I. Evangeline and Tabitha can make way to talk to the police. Um, when we're at the Oubliette, we you have maps of you have road maps, you have maps of the city. Let's find somewhere that looks fairly vacant. Mm. We can seal it and then we can take the Oubliette and the van to that location. Why don't we oh no, no do And we can seal it there. So um, yeah, that's a good plan. So I'll, I'll I'll skip beyond like past that. So it takes a couple of hours um, for you to drive to the other end of town. But while it's in a couple yep. of hours, Tabitha and I will be getting ready for tea because I will have sent a message to Nancy to meet us <laughs> for tea. So yes, Evangeline, you find a way of contacting Nancy uh, through your old methods of calling. Do you have a number? I would oh, say Evangeline. Did she give you a card? Then yes, and she. If she didn't give you a card, then Evangeline would know ways of contacting Nancy or Cobb. She has old ways of going through the switchboard. Um, and you, you know, just from Evangeline's old days with Nancy. Evangeline's just wild and... Wild and crazy days. Nice. Um, Peter and Vera, you take the van across town. Um, you have the enchantments on it already. And um, I, there are, you know, there's plenty of places in Glasgow. There are dockyards. There are places where it might be a bit more abandoned later in the day. I think a um, really large cemetery. Large cemetery. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Cool. With okay. a good mausoleum type structure near the middle of it. That what you're doing there is you're, you're setting up a really good final confrontation for Nancy. It's not going to be... <laughs> yeah, we're not going to be there. <laughs> she is really... going to have the coolest She's session ever. She has a really <laughs> cool final this is Literally, Peter's logic is it needs to be sacred ground and everything else. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you find a, a large cemetery the other side of town. Um, I'm not. I, I I'm not going to pretend to know. I know every cemetery in Glasgow, but I'm saying you find one. Um, <laughs> and it takes you a couple of hours to to walk back as well to the to the rest of the group because uh, you only had the van. You didn't take a car. Um, and Evangeline and Tabitha, by the time that Peter and Vera get back, you will have already had your tea with Nancy at that point. Um, uh, I, I I thought that the I thought that the idea was to take the bracelet out of. The we van. are yes, we're going to yeah. seal an yeah. area from dragons. Mm. Sorry, yes, I'm going to yes, put yes, in yes. it. And the coolest thing about this is that this is a top of a hill. Mm. It's a whole hill with fifty thousand people buried, called the Glasgow Necropolis. This <gasps> is the coolest place ever. <laughs> so there so are cool. monuments and everything. <laughs> Nancy's got such a cool. Time. She has a really cool final fight. It's literally, up. this is the <laughs> coolest place ever. 
for this. Metropolis. <laughs> yeah. Um, brilliant. Okay, so you seal off the Glasgow Necropolis uh, for yeah. the final confrontation with the dragon. Um, and uh, while this is happening, Evangeline and Tabitha, you have your tea with Nancy. Um, Evangeline, do you set it up in the hotel or do you find like a tea shop? Yeah. It's going to be one of those kind of just like the, the slightly more upper upper end hotels which do the the, the full on teas. I will have I will have packed a hat just in yeah. case. So I will be wearing a very nice little hat. Um and will have completely changed. I will have invited Tabitha to if I'm wearing all black find... and a frown. Did <laughs> <laughs> so I convince Tabitha to put like a fascinator in or touch me right now um you set up your tea in the hotel um i said it's not as nice as the highlander so it might not be as fancy but you've got uh you know it's it will do it will do for your needs you as it all set up i imagine evangeline probably has notes but um you have a bit of time to sort things out I would yeah. um, begrudgingly ask Evangeline the um, game plan. What mm -hmm. is the plan here? Um, Nancy has an exceptional ability to see through otherwise very solid and believable lies. I do not intend on lying to her. I intend on engaging her with trivial conversation and, and reminisce and just talk about why we're here very earnestly dropping in some of our misfortunes that will lead her to the location we wish to be thinking she will have worked out something we have not yet and i'm i'm absolutely loath to say this to you but um i agree with your assessment that perhaps um, Woden are not to be quickly trusted and that we shouldn't tell her too much or certainly not lead her back to Edinburgh in any way. Yes, I think this is best, although I do not believe us to be anonymous to these people. No, of course not. My parents did discuss Woden, and I believe that they did work with them. But my parents are dead. That also tells me that Woden was around before the war. Or during, at least. Indeed. Well, I think your hat looks too much. <laughs> That's always how you have before Nancy shows up, just the stuff that says that. Um, Nancy walks in with uh, not as not similar as as uh, Evangeline has, um, but she carries herself in a very poised way. Um, as she walks into the room, she is followed by Redmond. Um, who sits, she um, gestures and Redmond sits at a nearby table ordered himself a coffee and she looks at the arrangement that you've got sorted um, and she sits down, she's wearing a, a matching hat and sudos of burgundy colour um, and she crosses her legs and looks at you and says well this is quaint evangeline which is the best i could do at such short notice my dear it is so wonderful to see you when my when my dear friend here tabitha told me that you were in glasgow i thought what a fortuitous moment for us to spend some time reminisce i was i was i was aghast with glee to know that you were here and look you managed to couple together something so you. I don't think I've ever seen you be gleeful. I've seen you be aghast plenty of times. There's that wit I remember. Can you please tell me, Evangeline, why it is that I 
have somebody in a hospital the other side of town with burns up their whole body, reports of a hotel on fire. Uh, and amongst all of this, which wouldn't be strange, um, she reaches into her pocket and pulls out a slightly crumpled um, card that says Evangeline Lane Fox, head archivist, thorn um, <laughs> investigations. And at the front desk of that hotel, this. I mean, you you can keep it. I mean, I do have more. And she pulls out a if you would like a fresh one. <laughs> and slides the crystal towards her. I just shovel a cake in my mouth because I only eat when I'm really uncomfortable. <laughs> that was lots of questions, my dear. And we need to stay on topic for you. Which one would you like me to answer first? Sorry, I forget. Uh, women of your age do tend to take questions one at a time rather than think about more than one thing at once. Another cake. Which helps for clarity. I want to know what you know, Evangeline, about the fires, the everything that's been happening so far in Glasgow. I mean, I don't want Chris know everything that's going on in Glasgow, but the fire, um, there was an explosion. Can I have a manipulate someone roll? Okay. And I'm I am quiet. going to, I am going to tell you, I would not normally do this with Evangeline, um, but this is going to be a a negative one forward um, on uh, ongoing until your relationship with Nancy is patched up. Absolutely. Can I help? Um, yeah, yeah, you can help. Come on, I've rolled quite well today. Oops, a one. <laughs> Oops, five. Um, what's help? Help. Sorry. Is it? Cool. It is cool. Bye. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. No, do you know what? I'll use my luck. This is it in the moment. <laughs> my luck point. Twelve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so okay. I rolled it I rolled a ten. I got very excited. And then I realized you're going to give me a minus one. Nope. Nope. One. Uh, so you get so you get a ten, ten. now. Ten. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so we haven't got that, we haven't got to that, to that bit yet, but um, yeah, there was a terrible explosion. Um, what was that, that, that poor dear girl? She um was researching a treasure that seems to be on display here, um, which is exactly why we'd um, been brought here in the first place, investigating what looked like a simple robbery. Your people. We're brought here to investigate a robbery. Which we do investigate things that are out of the ordinary. A simple robbery is out of the ordinary. You wouldn't be here if it wasn't simple, my dear. Can we get to the point? I know it wasn't an explosion. I know that there wasn't an explosion on Knock Hill Farm either. I know that you were there as well. I also know that there is a concentration of magic in this area. Magic that we made we didn't deal with directly in the war of Angeline, but I know that it's here in the area. And um, I think you know about it. So unless you and your uh, friend here, uh, Miss Thorne, um, are going to do let me know a bit more information about what's happening. I, I think I we're done. Remember, I could help you as well, Evangeline, if you need my help. Nothing gets past you, Nancy. I have been slightly aloof with information, just because one never knows what you do or do not understand. The gentleman that robbed everything from the uh, museum took something of great power that is what's causing these spikes in magic that even drew everything to your attention and brought you merrily skipping along down to Glasgow, I'm sure. As with, I'm presuming, Mr. Bennett to Knockhill Farm. Little breadcrumbs of magic. Anyway, the thief has been um, most troubling in, in being located. We do not know where this item is, and we have been looking around. Miss Kelly was a lead, um, and then there was the explosion. 
Um, and we really need to get that back, which is why I called you here because you are, um, you are on the investigation front, and I wished to see if you knew anything more that could help us locate these thieves. If you're having trouble finding a thief, Evangeline, a person, that's that's fine. I can help you out with that. What do I get out of it? What is it you wish for? Shoes? A nice handbag? I wish for information, Evangeline. There are many items that were lost during the war. Many of them magical. Many of them dangerous in the wrong hands. We have been trying to find one that has been lost. And I don't know if you have any information about it. She takes a picture, a drawn sketch, slides across the table, and it is the picture of the artifact that Peter had previously mentioned. It's a stone about the size of a palm, put in the palm of your hand, with engravings on it. Do you remember this? I was trying to disassociate from this whole experience, and now I'm really interested. I'm like, oh. <laughs> do that take sense? You kind of just goes. I do. May I see? Slide across Tabitha. Why would you think that I would know of its current location? I just know that it was found during the war and that a, I wouldn't say he was notorious, but just slightly known smuggler of items of this sort was known to have taken it from where it was stored. What was the smuggler's name? <laughs> I may have something in my archives about him. I, I've been keeping in meticulous records. And I did bring some of my records, my personal records, in when I joined. Well, during the war, he went off the grid. It was assumed that he was killed at one point. But she says that his name was um, Oscar. Oh, yes, of course. Put me into a place a couple of times. Very nice, gentlemen. Um, yes, but when I am back in my archive, I will most certainly pass any information I have for you. Um in exchange for your help today um, to retrieve this lost artifact. Well, I will I will help you find your thief. Mm. Okay. Yes. He goes by the name of William Wilson. Okay, well, I am not aware of him. I haven't got a file on William Wilson, but I will. Not he is involved in the robbery at the museum. Yes. They will write down the name William Ray Wilson or WRW and other pieces of information that we've gathered about the cousins and the family and the, the weird shaggy man picture yeah. from Caitlin. And I've said this is William Ray Wilson here. <laughs> she takes the picture and looks at it for a while. Interesting. Okay. And she puts it into a coat pocket. Well, I'll have a look for William Ray Wilson here. You need my picture, right? I've quite gone to it to see if I'm to find Mr. Wilson before you. Well, I'm sure you know his face by now. You've had the picture for longer than I have. Your eyes are so much younger than mine. I'll return it to your offices once I'm finished with it. I look forward to that. Maybe we can... Taken one of the uh, lively establishments of Edinburgh and catch up properly. <laughs> Not from keeping your friend and waiting. Oh, Redmond, no, he's fine waiting. Well, I will see you soon, Evangeline and Miss Thorne. Pleasure. Remarkable how much you look like your mother. Everybody says that. I will just say to her, um, I hope your day is as pleasant as you have made mine. Incoming message coming from the 588. 
Good morning, recruits. Welcome to hell. This is basic training. No one's supposed to die. Wing Women is a semi-historical actual play podcast. Have you pissed anyone off recently? No one I can think of. While I run through the bulleted indexed <laughs> yeah. list of people we've, we've pissed off in the last couple of days. They endure discrimination from their male counterparts. All of your beds have been carried out of the nurse's station and placed in the middle of the jogging track. Mm, I don't think it was Ivan. He's weak. <laughs> Against this bitter setting, our four motley heroines gain the chance to experience queer joy, gender euphoria, and equality for the first and perhaps the only time in their lives. How obvious am I being? See, I've kind of always thought that there is a level to some of us in this barracks that's visible. Have you been using the word shenanigans? I've been experimenting. (laughs) Where did you learn that word? Until the next mission, this is us signing off. Hello everyone, it's Danny here, your keeper and sweeper, and I just feel as lucky as lucky can be to be here with all of you. Thank you very much for listening everyone, we have really enjoyed making this mystery in the current arc for the podcast and uh, can't wait for the finale which will be coming up in the next episode just want to take a moment before we move on to say thank you to all the podcasts that have allowed us to share their promos in our little advert slot that really means a lot to us the community has been great and if you have a chance go listen to any of them i know that soon i'm going to be making a lot more noise about how fantastic they all are and uh, making sure that people are going out and listening to them because they definitely deserve a listen but until the next episode that is enough from me i don't waste any more of your time and Let's get back to the mystery. Um, I want to ask Evangeline. Um, uh, you said you knew this smuggler, Oscar. One is moving to and from places you cannot um, pick where you get in or out. Dropping in via the RAF wasn't always the easiest way into or out of Europe. So, as you leave, um, Peter and Vera arrive at the sim- similar time um, as you are finished up with your tea. And yeah, so you go from that place to the where where are we going next what's what's the plan uh nancy and redmond have gone off to on in search of uh, william ray wilson and, how long do you yeah. think it's going to take them to end up at the, the grave i mean it shouldn't take very long um even for somebody as Illustrated as she is, She's quite astute. We also didn't do the magic to see how successful it was to actually seal it away, so that might have just oh, been yes. a complete utter failure, as far as we know. And there could <laughs> be mean, a dragon on top of a hill. You, right now. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't know. That. So can yeah, you do use magic. Oh no! <laughs> to see how effective this was. Um, so the first one was going to be the dragon. That was a five. Oh no, hang on, plus three, so that's an eight. You can use your luck points, Peter. No, that was an eight. Live on the dangerous side. Um, and it says the effect is weak in short duration, so it's a glitch, basically. Um, take some heart. I'm going to take my favourite. It has a problematic side effect that isn't one of the things above, because I just love it. Yeah, okay. Um, problematic problematic side effect of this is um i mean i think it's probably that it i'm gonna i'm gonna give it to you that the problematic side effect is that it was of sulfur yeah i think it's like it's like obvious i wanted to be like obvious you're stopping it for things are coming in but it's like there's a really horrible smell in the air i think it's a really good one the smell is actually drawing attention of people so that is the issue hmm yeah, I've never not gone into smell some sulfur when I. Um, so, please don't expect to smell sulfur. I feel like, oh, shit, what's going on here? Check this out. Um, and then the second time, yeah, I'm going to bar it against uh, oh. demonic people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which 
Yeah, we'll see how this one goes. Yeah. Eight. No, again. she can't. And <laughs> bit morally support Peter. This is magic. So it's eight boy. again. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. I'll take one harm on that. I think that's poetic. Yeah. <laughs> As you do, you hear that voice in the back of your head again. Just. It seems to be whenever you tap into this sort of part of your magic. They didn't really come to effect when you're doing the barring before. It didn't seem like it was as connected, but doing this, you hear the voice and it says, Brave boy. That wasn't very nice. And you feel this feel this shudder of pain up your arm as you cast the magic. Um, it would just be very, very quiet after that. Mm. And the shadows would be very, very dark around him in that moment as he's kind of standing with Vera. And you eventually make your way back to where Evangeline and Tabitha are. On and... the drive, mm-hmm. as we're as we're heading back and um um I'm hoping assume Peter... you're in a taxi or some sort of you get back quickly. Um we're, yes. we're in the car. Oh no, you're in the van, you're yeah, sorry, you're in the van, the van back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um uh, assuming that Peter seems to start to relax a little bit, or at least unwind, uh, on the drive back. Um Vera's going to the um the figure we've seen, the the long haired man. I get a similar feeling from him, Peter, as I do from you. Is there some connection to your time in Germany? Potentially. Does this have anything to do with the secret you and Tabitha's aunt are hiding? Which one? When you were talking to her, the the information... You already did reveal, I think, in a moment of anger, Peter, that you had eavesdropped on us. Exactly. Does this have anything to do with that? I don't believe so. Good. I'll take that as the end of the conversation. <laughs> and you don't say a single thing. For the rest of the time. Can I quickly ask a rules question? Absolutely, ab- yeah. About healing. Mm. Um. So I took two harm last time i think it was during the the fire yeah yesterday Mm. um and they were uh bloodletting for spells both of them Mm -hmm. so i would have patched that up in the evening yeah um i'm exceptionally good at hand wounds as vera knows Mm. (laughs) um um, it's my understanding that um you can if you like rest and stuff most normal harm does yes so uh, my yeah, my understanding of how the healing works. If it's you know what between one to three, mm-hmm. resting up and you know doing what you would normally do to heal and like getting sleep and bandaging yourself, or uh, that would be enough to heal up to that. I'd say you have enough time now to do that. If it's within okay. that bracket, you can heal one harm by doing resting and okay, cool. Um, if it's beyond that, you can't. Do, you have, you have to, to get go to the help. hospital. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then the other, just for your, um, it says, uh, because I'm a hex, uh, when I spend luck, I actually didn't read this, <laughs> um, until the end of the mystery, which is fine. The backlash on my spells is extra nasty. Right. Okay, cool. I'll remember that because that's definitely, prob- definitely probably maybe going to come up. Yeah. So Nancy Orcott and Redmond, um, you just heard on his first name. I've headed across Glasgow. You have the museum, um, which is now emptying for the evening. What do you all do? I think we want to head around to the far escape through the skylight and the roof. Rather than convincing the um, janitorial staff to let us in? Oh, I could do that, actually. I mean, Tabitha, did you guys not get this place cleared for us tonight, then? No, they just 
sniped each other and undermined each other's intelligence, age, appearance, oh. eyesight. I don't know. That doesn't know. sound like you, Evangeline. It sounds like you've stooped quite low. Yeah, it was on the floor. Then you know, wonder what you mean, Tabitha. There was just two friends catching up. Maybe you. This is why I don't have any friends, except Peter. Then let us go to the door and see what we can do. We'll wait till right towards like the last five minutes when they're closing. Yeah, we, we yesterday we saw the guy turning up, didn't yeah. we? So we know who it is. Oh, so yeah. when we oh, we'll wait out for him. Then let's wait for the guy to see yeah. him, and I'll accost him on his way oh, to work. Yes, and tell him on the way to let us in in <laughs> half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean you're you're looking for for uh, Benjamin Gray, the nighttime caretaker. Um, so as the as the day draws on, you see uh, the daytime caretaker um, leaves at a certain point. Um, as the crowds of people start being ushered out, you see the curator for the museum. You see, hey, he's talking to his, his secretary by the door as people are leaving, sort of waving people off like that. Thank you for coming. Come back again. And the tour guide you've seen working in the museum leaves as well. Everyone seems to be filtering out and around the sort of time you see uh, the nighttime caretaker approach the museum as well oh sort of a much more old man i'll be quickly walking up behind him and then i will walk peter will walk in front of him and then stop and turn and just look him straight in the eyes oh all right then bye there mate yeah um yeah. you're going to let myself and my friends in later on this evening in approximately 60 minutes as I use mental dominion. Okay. You roll for that? Please. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, you got luck. Got luck. Got luck. Yeah. I got have luck. to use luck. I'm using luck. I roll double ones. Oh. <laughs> Rough. Okay. That would be um, bad. No. Um... So when I spend a point of luck, my monstrous side gains power and my curse may become stronger, or I could have another breed disadvantage. Okay. One of the two. Awesome. Okay. I think um it becomes stronger in this moment as you you sort of your power weakens slightly as you, you sort of you you've thrown yourself into it so it doesn't work quite. So you it's like you push yourself to make it to make it work it's got to work and as you do that you just feel a touch colder in your in yourself um and vera tabitha evangeline if you're watching peter and you can see his face you see his cheeks become just a little bit more drawn a little bit more just a tiny bit more similar to the people you've seen not at, to that extent but to the point where you are, you you can all see that there is similarities there. Um, Peter, you feel cold as well. There's a there's a warmth to you in whatever clothes you're wearing out in Glasgow. Um, you 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 wouldn't be like freezing cold, but that warmth goes, and you just feel cold now. Uh, but Benjamin looks at you and says. And this sort of dreamy, facey. Uh, yeah, I think I'll let you in, shall I? When you when you wanted to be let in, of course. Good boy. Right, all well. I've got to get to work, well, and uh, I'll see you later. <laughs> and he and walk back to the others, and Peter will just walk back to the others and go. Um, it's ready. He will do more of what we ask. I'm in 60 minutes, you will open the door. Excellent job, Peter. Wonderful. 60 minutes passes. The streets around the museum become a bit quieter, much more quiet than they are during working hours. And at the precise 60-minute mark, the front door to the museum opens. And you see Benjamin Gray standing there in his, yeah. in his uniform, looking out towards, uh, sort of looking for Peter in the crowds of people. Not crowds, on. on the streets. 
we'll walk in as we walk in. I'll take him to one side and just go lock the door behind us. And if there are any alarms or anything else, make sure they're deactivated. Right, well, I'll, uh, I'll go deal. I'll lock the door and then I'll sort out those alarms for you. Good boy. Right, all. I'll see you in a bit. And you. Go to, do you go straight towards I'm the... I'm going to wait for him to come back. <laughs> I'm going to wait for the others. So locks the door. Everyone else goes. He locks the door. Um, he walks off for a bit. Can we see the crown? Uh, it's way are... inside. Uh, it's way inside. You can all go up. So you don't have to... you're on the ground floor just now. There are uh, three th- three floors to this building. You have the ground floor, first floor up, second floor up. Um, and you go up to that floor. I did say third floor before, but that's because I was saying first floor. Yeah, whatever. It's the top floor of the museum. Um, and yeah, I mean, you can all go up there straight away if you want, if Peter's waiting for Benjamin to come back. I would stop you all and just go wait for him to come back. We, I can do this one more time. And if we Absolutely. can tie him up somewhere. Give him the ability to no, no longer hear or perceive us. I wanted him to forget us. It is within this. Make him forget us permanently. Cool. Right, all well, I've just I've disabled any alarms that we had on the windows. Um did you have anything else for me to do? Yes. You will forget all of us to the point of being that you will no longer perceive us, see us, or hear us as we walk around this place. When do I start doing that? Now, he sort of blinks. Hmm. Right. Oh well, I reckon it's time for a tea break, and he sort of walks off. You, you could have just said, "Never ever speak of this." I realise there was lots more I could have done. There was <laughs> something to Evangeline's message that I quite liked. We should get up there. So. Reminding you of the makeup of this part of the building. You have the various wings that go off sideways in the museum. You have uh, rooms off towards the back, which are slightly smaller. Um, on each of the, to go, to go up to each of the floors, there are sort of art deco-y sort of uh, metal staircases um, that look sort of fairly, a little bit industrial, a little bit artistically designed um, that go up the uh extend up to each of the floors the main part of the building which is sort of large round area that you're all in the foyer um extends upwards and the other floors are also balconied over this so it's sort of like a large drop into the main foyer where there's of the light filtering in from the lots of large glass domed ceiling sort of cascades down into this space and you have the two staircases one on either side of this uh, structure that leads up to the... So if you go up the stairs, you wouldn't have that much of a walk towards where the King's Treasure which, King's treasure is, which is in the back room of the top floor. We should each take a set of stairs just in case there is somebody else here. Very well. Yeah. So splitting up the two, set, two uh, sets of stairs going up there here, um, they sort of clang and clatter a little bit as you're going up them um, as metal staircases I want to do even if you're trying to be as quiet as possible and you I mean are you looking out for anybody or are you look at this crown to see if I can see it to try and start trying to work out something about the insignias yeah um, can I please have somebody roll a read a bad situation I want to do that on the way out Mm-hmm. Are you with Tabitha and I'm with Vera? I he doesn't look. Peter just tells everyone to split up, and he's like on a mission, and he's just. I think going I, normally Tabitha would go with Peter. I think yeah. from the conversations like that have been had. Right. Yes, I'll be with Vera. So if Vera wants to read her bad situation, um, I will be looking up because in my um, in my vision, I mm-hmm. saw it was nighttime. Yeah. Um, did I see 
Benjamin with someone else at night time. You saw Benjamin with the curator at night time. Yeah. So I think, and he was like, he is so into this horde. Like, we saw him leave. We definitely mm-hmm. saw him leave. I don't think he did. I don't say. Oh, I thought you said he left. Okay. I said he was waving people off. So I think he's around. So I'll look out for him. Um, I rolled an eight, and I will go for the hold one. And are there any dangers we haven't noticed? I would say you are aware of a potential dragon. Um, you are aware of. I mean, yeah, I would say, but it's not there. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not there right now. No, you don't know. That, to say, yeah, that's what I mean. So, is there? We missed. We missed a person walking around. I see it that as being a. Have we missed a person yeah. walking around? Or you've missed. I would say you can, as you get to the top floor, you can tell that there is somebody else on the top floor walking around you can hear footsteps that are not the footsteps of your friends like you're still on the staircase and you can start hearing people walking on the marble of the top floor and he'll kind of he'll look back and go to the others with his finger number one just me it's just you and point up because he doesn't know who's behind him until we, we can we can probably you can see us see across each the way, other yeah, yeah, yeah across the way it. um yeah we we see you uh, motioning above you. Um, I got a 14. Amazing. If, if we were both rolling read a bad situation, oh, yeah. one for each yeah, group. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, um, yeah I got a 14. So um, uh, what's our best way in then to try and avoid? Is there a way in that we can uh, avoid uh, this person or these people? Um, your on stairs currently, there is, there, it's, because it's a museum, there isn't that many like lots of like sneaking away bits and uh, to get to areas. I... There are places you could sequester yourself and hide so that you can maybe avoid being seen. But the best, so I'll, I'll give you that because I can't really give you like, there's another way in that would avoid you being seen. The main way into the King's treasure is the best way in. Um, but you can't, there are lots of places you can like, sneak away into to avoid being seen and then come out later Mm. um so then with a slightly better vantage point uh up on these stairs are there and as part of looking around and seeing places that we could hide um are there any other windows on these levels that we might be able to hop out of now that um mr gray has kindly disabled uh, alarms or uh, <laughs> any other security measures um yeah i mean you, you know that there are uh, eric boyd has an office up here so they know there's definitely windows potentially that um the front of the building which is the other side of where, where the king's treasure is there are all sorts of tall windows uh stretching along which um do have metal gratings in front of them uh hangover from the war um but they are there and they are accessible to be broken through if uh, if you needed them to be uh does anybody ha- else have any suggestions are there any questions that we want to ask in particular just punch him in the face um or try and just like magic him to sleep or hit him over the back of the head so he doesn't see it that's my plan on our on our one <laughs> on our side to sneak up <laughs> and we're gonna knock this guy out with the butt of my gum this is why we went together. <laughs> um, mm, uh, assuming that it is the the curator up here, mm, yeah. and that there's not a huge amount of other people in here, mm. and that while well, he might be a little creepy, I don't think we think that he's terribly involved. I, just more the the impression that I've got so far is that he's just a bit um, infatuated by the horde rather than I worry it's um a, like a magical infatuation like mm. of a compulsion that may lead him to do thrall like behavior and... yes um yeah. and i'm trying to think of the best way that we can approach the situation without causing him too much too much harm but of a gun to the back of the head yeah, what's the best way to protect the victims? Um, you 
yeah, I mean, it's it's you know that once you start messing with the treasure, things are likely to happen quite quickly. And when that happens, anybody who's not as tough as potentially you all are, you're they they're going to be in danger. So getting people yeah. away from that is the best way of protecting them. Okay. Cool. Love we'll it. get a plus one on going while well, that information is relevant. So, And if you use the window information I gave you, or the mm. sneaking information. Yeah. And the hiding so, information. And the hiding information. Uh, so what are we doing? You, you go up the stairs, you hear the footsteps. Um, you know it's a large museum, and you know that footsteps would carry when there's not many other people here. So you don't, and you can't see him straight away. You could wait for Eric Boyd to show himself and then jump out, grab him, or you I, can go and deal with what you need to deal with. Peter's plan would be to use magic to make his footsteps make no sounds. Almost, almost as he starts walking through shadow quite quickly up behind this guy. And his first step will be to... um turn him around and try and do mental dominion worst case will then be to slap him over the head <laughs> so you wait you wait for a minute or two eric boyd does appear um he sort of walks wistfully around a bit and then makes his way over towards the the king's treasures and as he passes your flight of stairs you're able to climb up um if you want to you do you use magic first just to see how silent you can make yourself peter nine so Ooh. Let's get the book out. Imperfectly. It's weakened, short duration, harm. I don't want harm. Immediate unwelcome attention feels stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, counter counter it. I'll one go, thing. I'll, I'll go for it. I'll go for its short duration with a bit yeah. of an idea that I don't your, get to Your him. final footstep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just enough for him to be like, what? And But then you grab him, turn him around. And then I'll do mental dominion. Oh dear. Use a luck point. I'm not using a luck point. But you've got so many. I'm whispering it. You've got oh. so many till you're doing Peter. I rolled a five, so it doesn't work. Okay. Eric Boyd immediately grabs your arm and tries to wrestle you to the ground. And as oh, I yeah. did say that I've got the butt of the gun ready, yep. <laughs> I will then go and whack him around the head with the gun. Okay, kick some ass for me. I don't know if you want to do act under pressure or something to see if I managed to get that in or not, if he's trying no, to do the No, I'm going to say you, you're already He is trying to wrestle with you. We'll see how your kick some ass goes. So this is kick some ass. Now, when kick, I kick some ass. ass. What, do I do? what do I do to kick some ass? Remember oh no, is this because I'm not you... using... I'm, I'm, I've explicitly said I'm not using magic for this. This is yeah. bad. Um... <laughs> Six, it's a failure again. <laughs> so you swing your butt. Um, oh, no. Eric Boyd shifts out of the way. He grabs your other arm and like you get slammed onto the ground as he like pushes your arms behind your back. Is this in line of us? Is what can we see? Yeah, you can all see this. Can I there. um think I was born I yesterday? <laughs> use some magic to just like trap um Eric Boyd to the Grab like to trap his feet on the yep. floor so that we just leave him there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, I think about Evangeline and let the pettiness power my magic. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. Yeah. I mean that works without without uh, any sort of problem. Eric Boyd is so much so that Eric Boyd's sort of like th thrown off Peter slightly and he sort of collapses sideways and he sort of finds himself sort of heavy and stuck to the ground. He's like, hey, what's going on here? Thieves! Can I, thieves! Can, can I walk up, can I, can, as I'm kind of walk, walk up behind him, because I'm presuming he's facing their staircase, not our staircase yeah. now? Yeah. And I'm, can I just, I'm going to use magic to just walk, just like reach around and kind of just like grip like his, his, like the side of his face with my hand and just go, sleep. <laughs>